Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Pat Bradley in the Zone is brought to you by River City Flooring. Bradley off the screen for three. Is he going to miss? He's been terrific in this first half. River City Flooring. The only thing better than their selection is their service. Visit RiverCityFlooringInc.com. RiverCityFlooringInc.com. Patrick, how are you? Hey, what do you say there? What do you say there, boys? I say, uh, Hello. What constitutes the modern era, Pat? And did you play in it? <laughs> well, you know, it has to be. It has to. has some. Gotta have something to do around the, the three point line, right? I mean, if you played with three point line, I mean, you can't be. You can't be in a the bygone years, right? Uh, a quick Google uh, search presents that the modern era is nineteen forty six on. I said nineteen fifty. That was pretty this, close. This says After the modern game began in nineteen eighty six, nineteen eighty seven, when the three point shot and the 45-second shot clock. That's not the modern era. That's the modern game you're saying. The modern era is different, right? But if we're asking for the modern... Would that be after World War II? Yes. Is that what they consider probably... Correctamundo. I think it depends on what you're talking about because, for me, the modern era of football starts with the Super Bowl. First Super Bowl, right? Not the old days of the AFC. NFL Championship? Yeah. I think that's the start of the The modern era. Yeah. Yeah. Um... What year was that, 60? 7, 69, 68, somewhere like that. Yeah. It was like 63. Anyway, okay. We're on Super Bowl 57, so do the math. I don't want to do math, Wes. I don't get paid (laughs) to do math. You do the math. 23 and 34 would be 66. 66. Anyway. Pat, how about tonight? Kentucky and Arkansas, <laughs> right? <laughs> We've been kind of random today. It's been a random, random couple days here. Well, the thing is, too, though, I mean, just like by the eye test, you know, basketball is is not much different. I know people think it's different, but it really has – it's not a much different game. Like, you could turn on a game from 94, 93, they'll watch those guys play, and – um it doesn't look very much different than it does today. That's true. So that what's that? Thirty-five years? How many years is that? I don't know. Ninety-four again. I'd say four, fourteen, twenty-four. Yeah, about thirty years. Yeah, twenty-nine 29. years. Yeah. Uh, first Super Bowl since sixty-seven, by the way. Woo! What was right. that? Okay. I thought you were guessing. I just did math. We were doing math. It was math. We're so smart. All right, Pat, do some math on Arkansas, <laughs> Kentucky. Give me, uh, give me some keys for the Hogs tonight, especially as it relates to Oscar Shebway. As I was saying the last couple of days, I just hope he they can keep him under forty five and twenty. Yes, <laughs> he um he is the most consistent player in college basketball. He it's just amazing. I, I don't know if you get a chance to watch a lot of Kentucky games, but his his ability to find the basketball is it's just you haven't seen anything like it. I haven't seen anything like it from a rebounded standpoint. Talking about in the modern era, I don't know who you compare him to. It's just amazing. He's long. He's got good instincts. He's strong. And he's like, you know, he just goes through people. And he's not like, um, I mean, he plays bully ball, but in a different kind of way. Um, So he's going to be a load. And, you know, the Mitchell twins, though, um, I like the fact they've been both getting more minutes because they're going to have to lean on him every game, every 
time down the floor. I mean, you just you, what you try to do is you try to get a body on him, and you just do the best you can. I mean, he's going to end up with 15 and you know 12, no matter what you do. He's just that good at it. Um, you know, the thing with with Kentucky, I think they should be healthy. Their best player, probably all-around player, is their point guard, Kaysom Wallace. He's 6'4", but... He was named you know, the SEC thing, Freshman of the Week, by the way, for those who missed it. Yeah, he's a good player. The one thing, though, that Kentucky has, because they're both built in a defensive way. They Both teams have athletes, um, good length. You know, that's you're always going to get that with Kentucky, but... They've had they got two scorers slash shooter, um, Reeves and Frederick. Reeves and Frederick, the law firm. But those two <laughs> guys, they're two transfers. They're two older basketball players, and they've been able to play a game of okay. If one guy's not scoring, then it's the other guys. Because really, Kentucky, the problem with them is they didn't have anybody that could score. They outside of you know Chibwe's, all his buckets are coming from. You know, offensive rebound, stick back. It gets a dunk here. Um, you know, it's not like they're going to run the offense through him. So he could have 30 and they could still lose. But when they have those other guys, and they don't have to make many shots. It's just like Arkansas. Like, you can make, you know, six threes um, or, or get just scoring contributions somewhere else, and that's that's a game changer. And Kentucky's been able to get that the last few games. You know, this last game with South Carolina, with Arkansas, they played South Carolina, and their big man, Gray, had a career game. 20 Ooh. points, 14 rebounds. I mean, he was just a load. and I mean, he kind of looks a little bit like Sheboy. I, I didn't, and we didn't understand this, and Moss was asked about it after the game, but one of the Mitchell twins didn't even hardly play, and he didn't play in the second half at all, and you would think he would be the guy that could put a body on, on Gray and, and Sheboy, and, but must said that was a coach's decision that they wanted to go small and and play Jalen Graham and play Jordan Walsh at the five. Uh, help yeah. me understand that. Why why would you want to do that and leave? You know, and certainly you can't do that tonight, right? Well, th- but I think that's that's part of it. Is you know, it's when you look at what South Carolina had, their best. You know, Josh Gray, his damage wasn't any anything other than. Offense rebound, stick back. Guy penetrates, kicks it to him. He just rises up and dunks it. Mm-hmm. So I think if you're going to live with something, you're going to live with, okay, let's make Josh Gray beat us, which he couldn't do. But they had a few other guys where, for instance, when they went and played um, Kentucky, it was their guard um, shooting the ball that that was able to get out there in, in, with Kentucky. So maybe tonight – you know, Coach Mus- Michi Johnson, Coach Must looks at it and says, okay, what, you know, if we have to take something away, am I going to throw two bigs at Chibwe? Mm-hmm. And now I have Frederick and Reeves and Kaysom Wallace sitting around the three point line and we can't defend that. So you know, it might have been a case of, you know, what are we going to live with? And we can live with Chibwe, like I said, and he's going to go for 20 and 10 or. 18 and 15, I mean, that's just a given with him. Uh, I think, you know, once those other guys get going, that's when Kentucky's really dangerous. So you could see him say, all right, we're going to, you know, our matchup, I want to make sure that we, you know, have somebody that's versatile enough to guard Jacob Toppin, who's another guy that he's a key to their team because – 
he can give you zero points or he can give you 20. And, you know, Shibway is the, the only consistent guy, um, whereas the other guys are the ones that, you know, it's, again, look, you know, look at Arkansas. When Jordan Walsh, he gives you 12. Or if, I don't know if anybody's going to come off the bench. I don't know if Pinion can come off the bench, make a couple shots. I mean, we're a different team and we can do stuff like that. How about Devo's development, Pat? We've talked about his shooting and the improvement there. Wes has been quoting the stats. I think he's about 45% over the last eight games. I think he's at 49, 48. It was at 50% in the SEC until he went 4 of 10, and that dropped his percentage uh, in SEC games uh, for his last six SEC games. He was shooting 17% at the beginning of the season. What have you? Yeah, was it, what do you see from him? He was averaging, what, 17 points a game over the last seven games? What, what, how many did he end up with uh, Saturday? 15. 15 so yeah okay a little dip but um i mean you know it's i mean he's 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 shooting it better and that's something where you know why is he shooting it better what do you see for was that's different well i do you follow him on instagram i do he works his butt off i know that he's also on our show once a week so yeah so ask i mean at some point you would say you would at some point right if you go to the gym at 7 a.m and you're shooting 500 shots a day, at some point you think your percentages would improve. Because <laughs> the thing is with him, it, I mean, he's going to get open shots. It's not, you know, when he does shoot, you know, they're, they're pretty open looks. Yeah. It's it's just a matter of if you're going to make him or miss him. You know, it's not like, um, you know, he's, oh, like how J.D. Note, you know, was sort of everybody's always was up on him. But um, so that's. You know he's he's been able to to make those shots, and that we've seen him take. I mean, we've seen him take those shots. It was just he wasn't making them. Mm-hmm. But that's I guess he really is getting in the gym. You see, Instagram don't Instagram don't lie. Oh well, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> but when it comes to uh, Devo, certainly maybe not. hashtag no filter. Hashtag no filter. There you go. That's right. Well, you can't fake the results. So he's obviously. Making some uh, some progress, which is great to see. Now, that will anybody yeah. else rise up and become a, a dangerous shooter? We'll find out because everybody else missed um, all of their threes the other day. Oh, for five. Not that there were that many. No, but it's fine. And we all would agree generally that Arkansas doesn't need to take fifty threes a game. No. So, <laughs> uh, PB, does this team in its current state look like a tournament team to you? Yes, they do to me, and. I would, you know, looking at the schedule, you can see four home games. They should win. Kentucky's one of those. Florida. Kentucky's one of those. Yep, Florida, Georgia. Now, you know, Kentucky and Arkansas find themselves in really in the last four in right now. And then, um, you know, on the remaining schedule, you go to Texas A&M and Florida. So if you, you know, if you – no bad losses on there. You go at Alabama, at Tennessee, at Texas A&M, at Kentucky. I mean, that's – I do think – forget what A&M's schedule looks like exactly, but – Oh, I can tell you. They're, they're positioning themselves, too. they got a pretty <laughs> favorable schedule from what I remember. Yeah. It's the uh, sixth uh, hardest schedule remaining, but all the teams ahead of them are teams ahead of them in the standings. It, uh, they're 40 Ooh, and 40. Yeah, A&M's remaining schedule, 40 and 40. 40 and 40. Mm-hmm. By the way, just so you know, 
I, I should text. I, I should text this to you. The remaining SEC schedule. I, I went and, and did everybody's schedule, remaining schedule in the SEC. Arkansas and Auburn by far had the hardest remaining schedule at fifty three and twenty seven. Tennessee yeah. and Alabama are next, followed by Kentucky. A and M's got the sixth hardest schedule at forty and forty. The easiest schedules are all the teams at the bottom. Pat, LSU, uh. Mississippi State, Missouri. Well, I guess Missouri's not at the bottom. Ole Miss, South Carolina. Um, but Florida, interesting enough, they're one of those teams trying to get in, and their remaining schedule is very favorable. Well, maybe maybe those teams didn't suck as bad as we thought, considering they were they, their schedules were tougher at the beginning of the conference play. Now we're pretty much at the half half point mark. I wonder that if it's all going to kind of even out. I, I think to a certain extent, you know. But you know, you look at Vanderbilt is kind of lurking out there. They. They got back their seven foot three guy who had made a world of difference um, over the weekend. He was just he was just nasty. So you know I don't know. I mean it could be the case of it too. I think Ole Miss they they've had a couple injuries, so they're probably not going to be able to recover. I think Georgia's maybe evening out after they kind of had a hot start. So I, I, I you know Florida in A and M. Probably outside of uh, Arkansas and Tennessee, those are the ones that are really going to have a shot, a legit shot for the tournament. Pat, I really like Kermit, but do you think he's in trouble over there? I hope that they don't make any move on him for at least you know for at least a couple seasons. And the reason I say that is, you know, I, I mean, it's all there's reasons why. And he had a five star point guard that comes in. And basically, has spent his entire two seasons. And this kid's a, a, a five, he's a real, heck of a heck of a point guard. But he spent two seasons on the injury list, and then he has, um, you know, an injury to his best offensive player this year. So I, I mean, sometimes it's just, you know, you bit, you get bit by that that bad bug. Yeah, and, um, I think Arkansas fans are familiar. Yeah, we know about that, right? <clears throat> Right, exactly. So I'm I'm hoping that they don't make any move on, on this year and at least, you know, give him a couple more years to continue to bring it. Because he does a good job recruiting. Mm-hmm. I mean, he really does. And, you know, this style of play, um, you know, it's not it's not like boring or, you know, they don't just like walk it up. I mean, he does a lot of exciting things and defensively they press and so – um, you know, it's not like I don't think these players have lost interest. Right. But what uh, what do you think of Kyrie going to Dallas? Man, oh, oh I know Wes. Isn't that Wes's team? He's going to be happy about that. I don't. I mean, I guess I, I don't know how I, it's going to work, but at least they're trying something because what they had right now wasn't really working. Right. I guess the big thing is um, just how is that offense going to look with Luca having the ball in his hands like eighty percent of the time. Or at least seventy-five, and then uh, those two kind of playing off of each other. But if you get the right, if you get the right Kyrie, then it'll it'll be fun to watch. It'll be interesting. Does he still work here, Kyrie? The right Kyrie? Does he still work here? <laughs> I haven't seen right Kyrie in a minute. So, uh, and then uh, Super Bowl, Pat, where are you going? What do you think? What do you want? Well, Patriots aren't going to win. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> I get. I, I guess I may be pulling for the Chiefs just slightly more. Slightly more. Based on what? I don't know. I guess I got just a little bit more connections with the Chiefs. What's the Chiefs. 
Who's your what's your Chiefs connection? Joe Klein? No, I know a guy, a buddy of mine works for the Chiefs. The Chiefs. Who's that? Who owns the Chiefs? Mikey Baganzi. Oh, that's right, Mikey Baganzi. How could I that's... forget? Can he? Uh, you think he can get uh, the uh, yeah. the Hunt heiress on at some point? Oh, is that who owns the Chiefs? Yeah, the Hunt family. Yeah, have you seen the little granddaughter that runs around? She's like their ambassador of smoke. She's um, no. Yeah, she's like a. Um, She's like an attractive. Uh, really? Yeah, I don't know what she does for a living, but she's on Instagram, and she's always oh, like sporting awesome. Chiefs Chiefs gear. She's hmm. I can't remember her first name, but she's she's in the Hunt family. Okay. Her parents her parents run the uh, organization now. Hillary. No. Oh. <laughs> she's Hillary also, Hunt. She's another great Hunt. Hunt. Yeah. It's not Beth. It's not Hillary. None of them. Anyway, PB, we got to run. <clears throat> Appreciate uh, River City Flooring, Terry, and the fine crew over there, and we will check in with you next week. All right, boys, ciao.